Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is June something, and it is the last episode of our 2022 season. Yes, 2022 season. We wrapped up the College World Series this last Sunday. Exciting stuff. So we're just going to go through uh, the final games. We'll talk about the College World Series All Tournament team, and then we'll give you D1 Baseball's final top 25. So, first off, game one was Saturday. Um, Ole Miss started Jack Doherty. I know we already went through this. Did I say that right? Oh, yeah, it's Doherty. Yes. Yeah. We we even, we, we saw the pronunciation. Perfect. Um, he was perfect. Shit. We Googled that shit. We had to. Um, perfect through five innings. He gave up his first hit in the sixth. Top of the eighth, TJ McCants hit a two-run home run to put Ole Miss up by four, which was immediately followed by a home run from Calvin Harris to go up 7-2, then followed by a third from Justin Bench. Back-to-back home runs, back-to-back-to-back, to be specific. So Ole Miss really killed it in this game. Um, They took game one, 10-3. They had 16 hits, so they came out very hot. Yeah, they did. They looked real good in that first game, like real good. Yeah. Didn't think it was going to – yeah, didn't think it was going to be a competition, but game two was a little closer um, because it took a while for both the offenses to <laughs> really get a start in this one. Oh, puppy, puppy. Really? Um, we the had dog a big picture. The last, the last episode, really? That's just hateful. It's fine. We love dogs here. <laughs> if you don't love dogs, don't listen. True. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, but anyway, game two, it was a big pitcher's duel. Oklahoma yeah. started Cade Horton and Hunter Elliot was start the starter for Ole Miss. Horton went seven and a thirds innings, and Elliot went six and two thirds. And really, when Oklahoma pulled Horton, that's when Ole Miss started to go off, and they actually scored two or three of their runs. What was it? Was it? Yeah, two, three of their runs. I think after they pulled him, so they won four to two and took the College World Series, as y'all already know. So that's not our star of the show. We're going to talk about the stars of Omaha. Yes. Omaha. Absolutely. Um, first stop on our College World Series all-tournament team, we have catcher Michael Turner for Arkansas, senior grad student transfer from Kent State, um, BS.23. It was BA. It was, sorry, sorry. That was I was going to say, I was like, is this a new term that I... BS. Bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. I was like, BS. bullshit. Whatever. We're going to call it this. BS. I literally was like, I don't know. Oh, my BS. I was like, you know what? Paige probably just looked something up special and I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> you guys, we are so no. tired, but we are rolling. We're getting through this. Anyways, batting average point... Two or three, I can't even speak now. Three twenty-three. <laughs> love to see it. OPS eight ninety. My Lanta. We're gonna we're gonna get through this. We're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, and these are all their season statistics. And yes. keep in mind, y'all, as we talk about these people, if they're seniors or juniors, um, they are they have that red shirt year from COVID, and we're not gonna say that for all of them. Yeah, but they do. So at first base, of course, um. It was Tim Elko from Ole Miss, the senior, 
we all know about Tim Elko. He really thought about if he was going to come back this year. And I mean, such a cute interview. He was like, God told me I had to go back. And so I did. And thank God he did because here he was this year, hit 300, had a 1.049 OPS and 24 home runs and made the College World Series All-Tournament team at first base. So, yes, he absolutely killed it. Um, yeah. From one of my little favorite teams of the College World Series, we have Jared Miller at second base for Notre Dame. Senior grad student hitting 283 and a .821 OPS. Yeah, he, um, numbers aren't as high as the others, but he really got hot in Omaha and looked really good, so. Exactly. Good for him at third base we had justin bench also from ole miss there's gonna be a lot of ole miss people on here of course because they won the won the natty but he is a senior from ole miss he hit 316 this season and had a 0.847 ops beautiful at shortstop we've got peyton graham from oklahoma another one of our favorites obviously was in the finals a sophomore batting 333 OPS 1.057 and 20 home runs. So pretty impressive for Peyton. Yeah. I mean, and that's the home runs. I know people are like, well, Ivan Melendez had a shit ton. But like, like, if they have 20 plus, like that's a lot of home runs. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. Anyway. Um, Then... At in right field, we had Calvin Harris from Ole Miss. He's just a sophomore and he hit 336 with a 917 OPS. So, will definitely be interesting to see what happens with him this offseason. Exactly. All these sophomores, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, in center field, Tanner Treadaway from Oklahoma. He is a senior. 370, batting 370, OPS 0.963. Uh, left field was Kevin Graham from Ole Miss, also a senior. His batting average was 335, and his OPS was almost at that one dot mark, but not quite. He uh, had a .933. Yeah, these are all great numbers. I mean, obviously, they made the Cold World yeah. Series um, all team. But, yeah, love to see it. At DH, we have Kemp Alderman from Ole Miss, the sophomore. Batting average, 286, and... OPS 0.910. Yeah. So that's it for the position players. We're about to move into pitchers. But like Mackenzie and I have said before, if their OPS is in that like 800 range, that's really good. If if they're in the 900 range, it's like amazing. And then if you're above one dot, like that's just unreal numbers. And it's really amazing to see. Um, So crazy to see Tim was it Tim Elko and Peyton Graham both had above above a one dot so awesome all right yeah um moving on our first pitcher of two that made the all-tournament team was Dylan DeLucia or or DeLuca from Ole Miss I noticed that every announcer in Mm -hmm. um in the game would pronounce his name differently like yes. in the CWS finals, they were like, it's Delusha. And then in a different game, they were like, it's Deluca. And I'm like, I just need to call this man up. Like, find exactly. you and it's call you. Like, How do you say truly, It truly could be both. Like, it looks like Delusha, the way it's spelled. But, like, it could also mm-hmm. easily be Deluca. So, yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Very crazy. Um, he's a junior from Ole Miss. So, he is draft eligible. 
and he had an ERA of 3.86 this year, a whip, which is your walks and hits per innings pitched, of 1.19. He had 105 strikeouts, and he had finished with an 8-2 and two record on the season. Beautiful. Um, our other pitcher, right-handed pitcher, Cade Horton from Oklahoma, he is a freshman, but he's not actually a true freshman. He was injured um, for the 2021 season. He had a 4.86 ERA, 1.30 whip, and a 5-2 and record. Yeah, so some ballers. Also, some people I noticed, like, on this, as I was researching it, like, that didn't necessarily play all season, like, mm-hmm. got hot maybe later in the season and started to really show up then. So, really interesting to see. Um, so what we're going to do next is since we've been talking about the D1 baseball top 25 all year, um, I think next year, Mackenzie, we just like start with them and stick with them for a while. We were like, I think so. baseball America, D1 baseball. Yes. I think we settled on D1 baseball. Um, so, so what we're going to do first, yeah, is talk about like the top 10 and then Mackenzie will give us the next 15 teams. Yes. Um, so the top eight is of course all the Omaha teams. But in order, it was number one, Ole Miss, two, Oklahoma, followed by Texas A&M and Arkansas, since they were the two out before the finals. Then you have Stanford at five, Notre Dame at six, Auburn at seven, and Texas at eight. So those were your top eight. And then nine and ten was Tennessee and Oregon State, who really held down the one and two spots towards the end of the season, but lost in Super Regionals. So... I don't know, Mackenzie, just real quick, like, what did you think of this top 10 here? Um, I thought, um, I thought it was fair. I can't remember. We were talking about this the other day, too. And I just feel like, yes, the top 10, it it makes sense. Obviously, love to see A&M at number three. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't remember. I thought there was one that we didn't necessarily agree with. Or was that after the top 10? I think it was me. I think I said I didn't necessarily Never. agree with Stanford just because I thought Stanford was one oh, of the yes. first teams out. So I was like, for them mm-hmm. to be one of the first teams out of Omaha, I felt like they should be seven or eight, and they got five. But yeah, I feel oh, like yeah, it probably has to do with about that. Yeah. yeah, I mean they were just a and solid think, team all season. Exactly, and I do think another reason why we're like a little bit tougher on them is I think in our opinion they had maybe the easier competition getting Mm -hmm. to Omaha in Omaha, the teams that they played. I mean, obviously they played great teams, but just out of everybody's matchups, it seemed like Stanford kind of got like the good end. Yeah. Yeah. They had a hard regional and then like, they looked like they kind of struggled through it, but then they had a super easy, super regional and they like still struggled in it (laughs) a little bit. Like exactly the first game. And then They got to Omaha and just were two and done. So it's kind of like, why are they at five? But love to see Oregon State at 10, of course, um, even though they lost to Auburn. Consistency in the season, I think, really got them. Oregon State and Tennessee at that 9 and 10 spot. So Absolutely. And the Beavs, I mean, lots of you know rebuilding phases. It was a great season to see the Beavs finally come around and, like, all – cohesively get better and join us as a team. So it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. But obviously we're excited to always keep up with the beeves. Um, But let's see where everybody else landed in our 11 through 25 spots. So we have Virginia Tech at 11, Louisville at 12, East Carolina at 13, North Carolina at 14, Southern Miss still up in our ranks. That 
kind of random team I was never quite sure about at number 15. UConn at 16, I also think that's a nice ranking. Obviously, they made it to a super. They played Stanford, who made it to the College World Series, but I think 16 might be a little generous as well. We have Oklahoma State at 17, Maryland at 18, Texas State at 19, Miami at 20, Florida, UCLA, TCU, Texas Tech, and rounding out the top 25 is LSU. Okay, what are your thoughts? Pick like a team or two. Um, Give me your thoughts on the last. Yeah, so like I said, I think UConn, a little bit generous. I just never was a huge fan mm-hmm. of them. It's just so random that they, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, they got hot, yeah. They got hot. Um, I also think Maryland, a little bit random, but they also did get hot near the end of their season. And then but I Maryland will... lost their regional. Oh, we talked about this. Maryland oh, lost their yeah, they regional to UConn. And so we were like, it's a little weird that they're only two spots. Two, literally two votes. spots yeah. below them. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I like to see, though, UCLA in the top 25 because they did get hot near the end of their season. Mm-hmm. Um, they played some good baseball. Um, LSU, though, good for them being in the top 25. I can't remember if we've talked about this yet, but obviously they have um, – Tommy Tanks, Tommy White from NC State. He'll be at LSU this next year, so that'll be exciting to see. Yeah, and they hired the Twins pitching coach, so that's another big pickup for LSU there, too. So hopefully they won't be at 25 at the end of next year with those two additions. Exactly. I mean, not that we're big LSUers. I mean, to be honest, I feel like I'm usually (laughs) anti-LSU. But good for them. Mm-hmm. It'll it's a good pickup for them, and they seem to be on the mm-hmm. rise um, at the end yeah. of the season. Definitely, yeah. Um, as so. always, you know, I'll comment on Texas State, um, especially because I'm going to see Marcus tomorrow. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, uh, Texas <laughs> State love to see them at 19 because even though they did lose in that their regional, um, mm-hmm. I'm still loving to see that they're up there at just 19. So. Absolutely, I know. Me too. I'm excited to see because. Texas State hasn't really performed. I mean, I don't know, like, many years back, but they haven't really performed like they did this year. So it'll be exciting to see the momentum that they have going into next season. Yeah, for sure. I remember in 2019, they were one of the last four out of the tournament. 2020, obviously, Mm -hmm. was cut from COVID. And then in 2021, they were expecting a big year, which just didn't happen. This year ended up being their big year. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. They re-signed their coach on a five-year contract. So hopefully good things coming for the program there in San Marcos. But that will be an interesting one, hopefully, to see grow as an yes. elite program. Absolutely. So, so yeah. Um, well, how do we feel, Paige? End of the season, episode 33. We're done with college baseball, but don't worry. Um, the draft is just right around the corner. We'll keep you guys updated on all of that. Um, so, yeah, we'll be off for, like, two weeks. And then we'll get back mm-hmm. in it, and we'll see what we want to do from there. Yeah, let us know if there's any types of content you want to hear over the summer or towards the end of the summer. Like, we can definitely talk about the college baseball. College baseball. I can't talk. <laughs> Um, the college baseball national team. We can talk about college players and focus on them in Major League Baseball. Talk about their stories. Yeah. We'll talk about the draft. We can do whatever y'all's hearts desire. So definitely reach out to us. Tell us what you want to hear because we want to share content. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll catch right. y'all in a couple weeks. Peace out. Bye.